Well, Bold Women Awards, firstly, I'm incredibly excited about because it's been uh, a few years since we've had the awards, of obviously COVID and, and et cetera. Um, and this is the, it's actually, it's a global award um, with quite a few countries that, that um, get recognized or women in different countries that get recognized. So the fact that it's in South Africa, it's just, I think I've been screaming all over <laughs> social media about it. And, and it really is about recognizing the efforts that women put in. Yeah. Come let me teach you a lesson. Come let me teach you a lesson. Level line with the tweets. Follow me back to my nest. Level line with the podcast. Teach you lesson cause I got class. Level line with the impact. You be lying, that's a real fact. Come let me teach you a lesson. Come let me teach you a lesson. Level line with the tweets. Follow me back to my nest. Welcome to the Lebo Lion Show, the biggest marketing and entrepreneurship podcast on the African continent. And today I am so excited for the guests that we have. I mean, she's done incredible things, but guys, this is the queen of Verve. We literally just toasted before we started shooting and she said, it's Verve o'clock, honey. And I was just like, yes, this is the energy that we need. And as you guys know, on this podcast, we don't introduce our guests, they introduce themselves. So before we get into that, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, do all the good things that get this podcast noticed on every single platform that's out there. But without further ado, let's get into Verbal Clock. Mrs. Amanda Dambuza, welcome Miss, to the Never Line Show. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to, to have this chat with you. I've been looking forward to it. Thank you. Me too. Thank you so much. So much for being here and i think before you even tell us who you are let's yes. just have a toast yes please will you lead us in a toast please of course to good health mm -hmm. to good life <laughs> plenty wealth and happiness oh yes <laughs> cheers to that i won't say the other stuff i said <laughs> off air <laughs> guys if you didn't know business women also have personalities so we're fine we're fine maybe behind the scenes but we're lots of fun you must drink <laughs> oh i must drink after toasting. i toasted and yeah. i didn't drink yeah and you must look at me <laughs> I'm learning the one on one of, of of toasting. Look someone in the eye. And yes, because if I'm wishing you good health, I have to connect with your eyes. Yes, otherwise it's like that's bad energy. So should we do it again yes. one more time? Okay. Cheers. Cheers. There we go. Lebo Lion knows stuff. how to toast This is now. the good stuff. This is the good <laughs> stuff. We were actually talking about how hard it is now to find a bottle of Verve in the shops. Yeah. Because good things are rare to find. Of course. That's <laughs> so exclusivity. Exclusivity, darling. That's the name of the game. Please, Amanda, tell us who you are. Tell everyone who's watching the show. Who is Amanda Dambuza? Well, that might take the whole hour, but <laughs> let, me, let me try and, uh, and, and shorten it. I am a mom to three beautiful children. I am a wife to... A hot husband. <laughs> <laughs> Been married for 15 years, in fact. Um, it's our 15th anniversary this year. I am a businesswoman. I am a mentor. I'm a sister. I'm a friend. I, I'm a, I'm a leader in society. I, um, I'm, I'm all those things in one. Um, and of course, I, I enjoy the finer things in life, and I, I enjoy. Um, opening up opportunities for women mm. um, and and to just allow them the 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 moment to thrive 
that's that's who I am. That's how I would describe myself. Have you always been somebody who's so passionate about impacting women? It didn't come to me immediately. Mm. Um, I've grown into it. You know, I always uh, say to people, this this concept of purpose is not something that, you know, you roll off the, your bed <laughs> and suddenly you know what your purpose is. No, yeah. but it's something that I grew into. Um, and I think the more you become aware of mm. society, the more you become aware of the challenges that women face, the more you become um, a little more empathetic towards, you know, others. and. Mm. And it was important for me, though, that when I do get to these wonderful tables, that I open the door for mm. somebody else. And that, in fact, I don't just open the door. I kick everything in my way to make sure that I bring somebody else along um, along the journey. So, so it, it didn't come straight away, but I grew into it. I love that you're saying that because I think so many of us these days are putting pressure on ourselves. Yeah to know who we are and have yeah. everything figured out like yesterday yeah. and it's like we're yeah. not allowing ourselves just the room and the time to grow yes. and figure ourselves out I, I don't believe you can lift anything anyone up if you haven't lifted yourself up mm. to begin with because mm. and, and it's something that I you know I I, I, I like to stir uh, <laughs> thought and provoke deep thought because yes. um, we we do like to do you just jump on any, every hashtag and every trending mm -hmm. phrase. But I'm like, actually, what does it mean, you know? Mm. So, uh, so one of the things I've done publicly, and oh, believe me, a lot of people's tails were up, um, was this concept of, I can't lift anyone up if I haven't lifted myself up. And this concept of lift as you rise, for me, mm. means if I'm in a position of strength, yeah. then I can lift it. No, it doesn't mean I must have summited and got to the top before I lift someone up. Yeah. I can do it as I go, but I must be in a position of strength to do it. Mm. Otherwise, I end up, you know, you know, toxic fumes, you know, when you haven't quite sorted yourself out. Yes. And, and you, you kind of vomit that <laughs> onto other people. <laughs> Honestly, yes. Yeah. It's like projectile vomit yeah, yeah, onto yeah, society. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. like, yeah. So it's okay to take your time yeah. and, and get to a point where you feel like you are on solid ground, you know, solid footing. Mm -hmm. Then choose what cause you want to take on because mm -hmm. we all don't have to do the same thing. We all don't have to sound the same because yes. we all come from a very different place. We, yeah. We come from different stories, different journeys, and and I think that's 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 the beauty of life is the fact that we can all be so diverse. Mm. You are a self-proclaimed queen of luxury. You love beautiful things. <laughs> that sounds very influencerish. No, and, and there's nothing wrong with that because I think we need voices like yours yes, and pages yes. like yours that show you how you can live the life of your dreams yeah. if you work for it. You yes. know? So there's nothing wrong being the queen of luxury if you worked for that luxury. Yes. You know, it's yours. I think the difference with me is that I don't, I don't, in particular, and let's talk about obviously social media, right? Mm. I don't, um, go around posting my life. Mm. Like, I won't say, oh, look at my shoes, look at my handbag, look at my fine cars, look at the life I live. No. For me, it's it's what's my life, mm. right? And if I'm going to be doing something, a post, I always, all my posts have purpose behind them. Mm -hmm. And if, if I'm in a car, you just so happen that to see that it's a, uh, it's a car. Yes. And I do my best not to show what badge it is because yes. <laughs> people are weird yes very <laughs> so of course i can't pretend to 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 be something i'm not mm. so if i if if i mean i do live a good life mm -hmm. because i have worked very hard for it and i've been fortunate along the way so so um 
but I will never flaunt that in anyone's face. But you can yeah. tell that, okay, Amanda's all right. Yes, you know? all right. <laughs> Amanda's all right, guys. Don't worry about Amanda. Don't worry about Amanda. <laughs> um, so where I want to take this is I think for a lot of people, we tend to judge what we see yeah. and we don't think this is a person, right? And they have a story behind them. Yes. Something happened for them to get to where they yeah. are. And I want to unpack a bit of that story. Yes. How did you get here? I don't know. <laughs> I ran, I crawled, <laughs> I tapped on things. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I come from a very harsh childhood, mm. um, very brutal, uh, quite abusive, and uh, grew up without my parents. Um, and, you know, I, I came from, from a space of people deciding my destiny um, and a, an environment that wasn't nurturing or, or protective. Uh, no love, mm. you know. Um, but I think one of the things I always looked forward to was growing older. Mm. You know, I, 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 I was that kid. I, I didn't have the luxury of dreaming. You know, mm. it wasn't. I didn't dream of becoming a doctor or an accountant or a lawyer. No, I just dreamt, dreamt of becoming an adult, because then I could start owning my life. I could start deciding what happens to me because when you're a child, you're at the mercy of the people whose hands you've been, you've been entrusted in. So mm. I come from that background and I think a lot of what I suffered um, gave me the, the, the fuel I needed to, to turn my life around, mm. you know. Um, and I always knew that no one was ever coming for me. And I experienced that as a child. No one came to rescue me at all, even when they knew what I was going through and the sufferings, the sexual abuse, the physical abuse, the psychological breakdowns. Mm. And, and I, I, I just told myself that someday I'll be older mm. and someday I'll be responsible for my life. So I think a lot of my, my drive to become something is, is to prove, first of all, to myself that, yeah, when you're a kid, you might believe what people say to you. So if someone says, if an adult says to you, you will amount to nothing because nobody wants you. Your father rejected you. Your mother abandoned you. You, you start to believe things like that as a kid. Yeah. And, and I think that I just, I just wanted to prove to myself that they were wrong, mm. you know, and maybe stick a finger up to them. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that has driven me a lot and, and drove me to a place where I worked extremely hard at mm. school. I still work hard, but I'm, I'm learning to now. I think I'm heading towards semi-retirement. And, and, you know, but I worked very hard to, to, to succeed at school because I knew that I needed an education. Mm. Because for me, without an education, it's not like I had anyone I could call to back me up for anything. So I've never actually had that in my entire life where I was like, Oh, I can call my uncle, my mom, my dad, wow. you know, my aunt. I, I can't I imagine that. that. I can't imagine that life. I like can't that. imagine a life where people had that. Do you wow. get what I'm saying? Because yeah. my reality was completely different. So, mm. so um, I learned to be independent and self-reliant at a very young age. And, and that, I, I can tell you, has driven me to, to great heights. Do you ingrain those lessons into your children? Absolutely, but not the harsh part of it. Yeah. Because I don't think you need uh, pain and trauma to and abuse to 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 be driven to succeed. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that we we do live in a society that also tends to glorify pain. Hey, right. Yes. Where where people who didn't come from trauma 
suddenly feel like they're inadequate <laughs> because they had a parent uh, or two loving parents they had a warm home they had food yeah. you know so I always say that you don't you don't need to have had trauma mm. to be ambitious to be driven to be determined to succeed those are traits that you build yourself mm. you 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 can hone that and say these are my dreams and I'm going to go after them. Um, and, and I don't necessarily, I don't believe that we have to give children pain mm. for them to learn the lessons. Mm. You know, we just have to ground them in a, in a strong set of values. But, but above everything else, they must see us live out those values. Because yes. it's one thing to say it with your mouth, you know, it's how are they experiencing you in the daily. Yes, that's so profound. A lot of the women who listen to this podcast and watch it are mothers and entrepreneurs. Ah. And a lot of the DMs I get are actually them saying, Lebu, I don't know how to create this balance. I don't know how to be the example mm. and also communicate that verbally yeah. to my children you know yeah. and i say to them well i'm not a mother so <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but there are people like amanda dambuza etc who, whose pages you can follow yeah. and kind of get to see how they're navigating yes, through yes, that yes there's a question that people love asking female entrepreneurs who are mothers yeah and they ask you how do you juggle yeah. motherhood and entrepreneurship I want to ask that question, but not because I think it's impossible to do. Yes. But I think it's important for us to share our own lessons and experiences so that another woman who's watching can say, oh, actually, you can do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. essentially. So how do you juggle I, those two? I, um, I don't juggle anything mm. because I think the concept of juggling has just never resonated with me. Mm. Because it, to me, it implies that... Um, it, it implies that the, some things are wobbly in my life because the act of juggling is actually a, I mean, unless you were professional trained, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a, a messy act. So, so I look at my life as um, a holistic picture. I'm a working mom. I'm a loving mom. Mm. I'm a loving wife. There are times when I, I have to focus on work there are times when I have to focus on family. Mm. I think that the single biggest problem with, with women particularly is that we, we're not good at setting boundaries. Mm. And it's one thing to set boundaries. We're not great at upholding boundaries because we feel guilty, because yes. society has conditioned us to be nurturers, you know? Mm. So, so nurturing means you must be left with nothing and everyone must just keep taking. So we, we constantly have to fight against our own heads mm. about what it is to be a mother and a businesswoman or an entrepreneur. Yeah, there are times when, when you are needed more in your business, but it must not be the norm. Mm. You know, you must not, you left, surely you left corporate to own your time and be a little more free, but a lot of people realize all they did was just create jobs for themselves. And everything that somebody did in their corporate job, they now have to do. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you have to be, very strict about what you can and cannot do and what kind of business you are, you are intending to build mm. and and get people you know outsource the accounting what's the point of you sitting with spreadsheets for for <laughs> six hours on a friday mm -hmm. right when you can be chilling and having some verve and take some downtime you know mm. so that you're fresh in, in on, on monday so i think that people must be very clear about what's important and if you're going to go into entrepreneurship, accept right from the start that you're not going to have to do everything yourself. You can't do everything yourself. So I don't do everything myself. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I was very clear 
when I left corporate some eight years ago, that I was going to build a business that would run independently of Amanda, which means some years I had to not take profits out of the business yeah. because I had to hire people, right, to do the jobs. So I think even without that kind of line, you must have boundaries, mm. very clear, very clear boundaries. I want my kids to see me work so that they know it's okay to work as a woman, mm. and I'm very independent, so I'm not... I don't ask for anything from anyone. Of course, I mean, my husband, <laughs> I kind of have to chow a bit. Exactly. <laughs> chow a little it's bit mandatory. of this, this and that. Yeah. <laughs> Just a reminder. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think boundaries are very important. And the more boundaries you have, the more you realize how much time you actually have. Mm. Because remember, if you start saying no to the things that take up your time, you start to realize you have time, yes. you know? But the problem with us, we say yes to everything. We say yes to that uncle, that auntie, that colleague, that former boss, that this, that. We say yes to the school stuff, okay? I can tell you, I don't go to every school thing <laughs> because I'm like, first of all, I really don't like it. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's cute. Yeah. My kids are cute, but some of the school stuff is not. So I'll pick which ones are, are, are very important for me. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell my kids, I'll <coughs> say, you know what, I'm not going to make it here, but is it important for you that I'll be there? If they say yes, then I'll be there. But yeah. they also have to learn that I'm not going to be there for everything because somebody has to be paying for these school fees, right? Yep. And that means mama has to go work sometimes. But it's, it, is, it is looking at my life in a holistic manner in, yeah. instead of, one over the other so for me those things are not in conflict because i know i'm working for my life yes. you know i'm working to make sure that i have a great life with my family um i don't everything has to work around what my vision is which mm. is my vision is about family because i didn't have it so for me it's very important so everything i do has to work around that not yes. the other way around and and it takes it's it's an art rather than a Maybe it's also a science. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I've helped them, but <laughs> but no, boundaries are, are critical. I don't. I don't say my my default position is no to everything, and then I have to be convinced why I must do it. I really appreciate what you're saying because I remember when I was a, a young child. I think maybe eleven or twelve, yeah. and I was watching the Oprah show with my mother. And they were talking about a book called The Year of Yes or something. Oh, yes, I yes, I don't The even, Year of Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I remember thinking, so we're supposed to say yes to everything? <laughs> you know? And the concept just made me tired. And, and I was still so young and I just was like, no, this, this doesn't seem to be something I want to do. Yes, you know? yes. Um, and it's cool to see now in this age, women are saying, say no. Yeah. It's okay to yeah. say no. Actually, yeah. you need to. <laughs> in fact, it, it must be what we do often because you burn out because you're trying to be everything to everyone yes. and and unfortunately the, the the strangest thing about life is the same people you are breaking your soul for aren't always there when mm. you need them mm -hmm. so that builds resentment and mm. that builds um, negative energy inside of you so you have to protect your energy with everything you've got yeah. um, and if it means not being seen everywhere that's okay yeah you know that's okay that's and i think okay. you need to be okay with that yeah um you need to be okay with the fact that it's okay not to be the most popular person you know it's okay not to be the i don't know you know i get invited to so many things and i'm just like no yeah 
And I don't have to explain myself. Um, if I said to you, I'm unavailable, I'm unavailable. I don't have to then start explaining, oh, you know, because I have to be home with the kids, my husband. I'm just like, I just, I just, I'm just not available. Yeah. And not being available means I'm not available. I like that. <laughs> I like that. So today's podcast is sponsored by Verve Clico. And <laughs> Amanda and I were having a conversation about how to spell Clico <laughs> before we were recording this. And a lot of you apparently get it wrong. <laughs> so there is a banner at the bottom of this podcast. And literally, it has the correct spelling of Verve Clico. Get it right. If you are aspiring to live the life of luxury, you need to know how to spell the things you're going to buy. <laughs> Imagine spending all that money and you can't even spell it. And you can't it. even spell it. I mean. Um, and, and the reason why I'm mentioning this is because we're going to be talking about the Bold Woman Awards. And I really love that word, bold. And in listening to Amanda and everything you've been saying, for me, you've kind of redefined what to be bold is. You know, having boundaries, being about family, yes. you know. Having fun, yeah. you know, I love the fact that you are not rigid. Yeah. You're not saying, I'm a successful entrepreneur, woman, therefore I don't smile and we only talk <laughs> about, you know, you're quite open yeah. and you, you're just, you're warm and you're a person, you yes. know, and I love that you lead with that. It's yes. so bold yes. to be that vulnerable. What makes you, how did you feel comfortable doing that when you come from a childhood that says, People aren't for you. Yeah, yeah. I think I I um I emphasize that women must invest in themselves. Mm. And invest in yourself does not mean go around the world on shopping sprees. No, that that's really <laughs> great, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about spending time with yourself, mm. deliberately understanding who you are. And you'll never be able to answer the question, who are you, if you haven't gone back to where you've come from. Mm. So what are the things that you experienced when you were a child? How did they impact you mentally, spiritually, and emotionally? And how are they showing up in everything you do? Because whatever we experienced in our childhood shows up in everything we do. Yeah. And you take yourself everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. So if you have not spent the time, I mean, I spent the time. I saw psychologists. I saw priests. I swear to God, the demons were strong. <laughs> <laughs> I needed priests. <laughs> so I did because that's what I needed to do. But yeah. I also had to learn so much about myself and, and what are the things that how are those things, the, the things I suffered, what are they? How are they showing up? Because you can never change something that you do not know. Mm -hmm. If you do not know, you cannot change it. So for me, it's so important that we, we, it was important for me to do that work. And I do a lot of online mentorship and it's all about how you can master yourself. Yeah. You can't master yourself if you don't get to confront what's sitting in front, in, inside of you. Mm -hmm. So that is so important because ultimately, Everything you do stems from here. Mm. So for me, I, am, I have zero apology in my body. In fact, I live to defy norms. You know, I, I, want, I want someone to tell me, you're a woman, you can't do this. Yes. You're going to see me, I'll be all over it. Mm -hmm. Because I have had this constant need to prove to myself that I can, mm. you know. And, and it gets to a point where it becomes second nature to just be yourself. And in fact, I... The more, 
everything I do on the on online online pages or social media is really about getting women to think differently about themselves, <laughs> getting women to to get to a point where they know and appreciate that they deserve the same love that they give to everybody. That in fact, without them loving themselves, they can't give it to anybody because you can't give something that you do not have. Mm -hmm. So you have to be investing in yourself. That means it's okay to dream and go after your dreams. If you have a vision of getting more educated, go after your dreams. Do you know, you, you wanna start a business, do it. So what if you fail? You know, it's not you that fails, it's the business. So you'll yeah. start again, you dust yourself up, you try something else again. Mm. And have fun doing it. We're all gonna die here, <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash. <laughs> no one makes it out die. alive. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we spend so much time being so intense about life and, oh, I must look a particular part. I sit on boards, okay? I even said listed boards, private boards. I am of the opinion that we need to do away with this concept of when you are in a boardroom, you are not a human. Mm. And mm -hmm. when you are do doing business meetings, you're not human. Yeah. You know, and, and it is that societal thing where you're expected to, the girl must be prim and proper. How yes. do you sit? How do you speak? How do you, how do you keep your hair clearly? <laughs> 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 so, 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 yeah, that's how I got to it. It's, it's, it's this endless pursuit of, of what makes me happy. And, and to be honest, I think I'll, I'll, I've learned to do that at, at every cost. That is, I aspire to do that. Yeah. Um, even when I've tweeted the, those kinds of messages, people say, label when? <laughs> when does it happen? <laughs> Tell oh, me. So that I know. <laughs> um, stick around me, label. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to stick around Amanda so she can teach me and show me when it happens. And I'll also become a bold woman who's vulnerable and has fun and is successful. I'm pretty sure you're bold in your own right. And, and actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because... As, as women, we are also so quick to compare ourselves, right? True, true. Because that's how we were raised, yes. right? Somebody else must be at the bottom for me to be at the top, you mm. know? Uh, no, somebody else must be ugly for me to be pretty. Mm -hmm. You know you know that the constant uh, comparison. And, and I think we need to, I don't think I know this, we need to do away with that because in our greatness, which is God-given. It's mm -hmm. not even, like, that. it's not debatable, yes. right? It's God-given. We must find our lane. Mm. You know, you find your path, you find your lane, and you stick in there. You are quite bold. What you do every single day is incredible. I wouldn't be able to do what you do, you know? So I see you, and I'm like, that's a bold woman. Mm. And 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 we we mustn't use other people's templates of what bold is, because bold is how you feel. Bold is what you believe you deserve. And bold is how you show up for yourself and those that care, that matter. Verve must take that sound <laughs> <laughs> and play on all these social media pages because that's literally defining what the awards are really about. I remember reading something really interesting, and I hope I'm correct, but how 
every bottle of champagne is different to the next. Yeah. So literally it speaks to the uniqueness of every yeah. woman, the uniqueness of what they do. Yes. And I think it's so cool that a champagne brand is investing in bold women, yes. you know, and yes. celebrating them. Tell us a bit about the Bold Woman Awards. Well, Bold Woman mm -hmm. Awards, firstly, I'm incredibly excited about because it's been uh, a few years since we've had the awards of obviously COVID and, and et cetera. Um, and this is the, it's actually, it's a global award um, with quite a few countries that, that um, get recognized or women in different countries that get recognized. So the fact that it's in South Africa, it's just, I think I've been screaming all over <laughs> social media about it. And, and it really is about recognizing recognizing the efforts that women put in. What I really love about, about um, the, the story of Madame Clico, because that's, that's really where it all starts, yeah. is as this bold, audacious woman who took over a business that, at a time when women couldn't work, couldn't even have bank accounts. And she was 27 years old when she took over the house of, 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 of Clico. And Verve, in fact, is widow. Mm -hmm. So. Um, that's interesting for all, for all your people that's so cool, actually. I didn't know that that's yeah. very cool <laughs> so Verve so is, is actually um, uh, she was she was a widow she got widowed at 27 years old so for her to at a time when women literally were not recognized for, for much except you stay home bear babies she took on a business and turned it around and came up with some incredible innovations the rosé that everybody loves that was her innovation. She was a trailblazer of her time. And, and that's what the brand stands for. Mm -hmm. And that's what the awards are doing, is to say, we know you probably don't do it for awards, but let's recognize you anyway. Mm -hmm. And that is what the House of Verve Clicker does globally. And I've had the great pleasure of having won the award uh, back in 2017. It wasn't called Bold Woman then. It was it was a Verve Clicker Businesswoman Award. and. I had the great pleasure of going to France and spending time at the Maison, and <laughs> I can tell you that I was in heaven. <laughs> but what I really loved is seeing firsthand how the brand supports women around the globe. Mm. And, and the winner will have this opportunity to go and connect with other women who have won this award around the world. So it's, it's incredible. I, I don't know. It listen, even if you think you don't qualify, you must just try it anyway yes. because it's about backing yourself up. Mm -hmm. It's about saying, I know that I'm doing good work. I know that I care about what I'm doing and I know I'm, I'm, I'm impacting society in a positive manner. Go for it, you yeah. know. Go for it. You'll never know unless you try. No, you won't. Right. You know, and, and yeah, you can get on the website. You know, you 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 apply, and then you see what is it that you need to work on. So even if this year, maybe when you go through the process, you 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 maybe don't quite make it. Mm -hmm. At least you know what it is you need to be working on because then you can apply next time around. So my first interaction with you online was actually when you'd won the awards. Oh, yeah. And I saw your posts and yes. you were in France and I was like, who is this lady? Yeah. <laughs> and how is she living such a fabulous life? I'm a like, best kept secret. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was actually quite inspired, you know, by the fact that you were taking it that far yeah. and it was that big. Yeah. For somebody who's sitting at home, you know, a lot of us aren't as well-traveled as we'd like yeah. to be. You know, we see things on TV, we read about them, yes. but we haven't actually been there. Yeah. So for the woman who's watching who's saying, I'm an entrepreneur and this sounds very cool, let's talk about the fun perks, um, the experiences yeah. of being in France once yes. you have won. 
Well, besides the fact that they pay for your trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take but us I actually, through it. I want to experience <laughs> runs through your eyes. Oh, it's divine, honey. Where <laughs> do I begin? So let, let me tell you one of the things that, because I loved the brand before I won the award. I see. And that's why I actually, I always say I was really like, it was a match made in heaven. I was yeah. the perfect winner because I understood the brand very well. But I actually didn't really understand it to mm. the depths that I got to understand it when I got there. Because champagne is fun. Yeah. Champagne is effervescent. It's a it's bubbly, yeah. you know? And and that's my personality. Yes. But I must say that people mustn't feel like because they're not <laughs> out there personality wise that they won't make it. Yeah. No, 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 please separate Amanda from you. Mm -hmm. But for me it was such a fun experience going under in the in the in the um, at the Maison, learning about the process, learning about how champagne is made, what are some of the innovations that Madame Klukow brought in and actually seeing them in real life for me that stuff that's exciting mm. you know and and also <laughs> to top it all up uh, i was awarded a vine oh wow so i have a verve clico vine at verve clico in champagne valley the only champagne place <laughs> That is Just had to on throw another that level <laughs> of bold womanness. <laughs> so it was just so fabulous. I cried in that moment because mm. remember, if you now understand how I've come up in the world, what my past was like, things like that, you know, don't you think things like that should not happen to a person like me? But when I was there getting gifted, that, that's probably the the moment for me that I felt validated. Mm -hmm. And I don't need a lot of validation from anyone because I've had to teach myself how to validate myself. But that particular moment, I can tell you, was at the top of my list of validation I didn't realize I needed. Mm -hmm. You know, because that's what the award does. It literally just pats you on the back and says, well done, yes. and keep going. And, and that, you know, um, many women are looking at you. Yes. Uh, you are a role model. In whatever shape or form, in whatever space you are, you deserve the recognition. So that's, toast that's to what that. it's about. I yes. think that is something yes. to toast to. <laughs> Absolutely. You deserve recognition. I yes. mean, come on. No, that absolutely. is beautiful. And, and we must accept it. Yes. Cheers. Cheers to that. Guys, this whole time, I'm trying to like drink this champagne as elegantly as possible. <laughs> but my hands oh. are shaking and I'm worried about the camera. It's a mess. But trust in, okay. in, in real life. Fine. Am I doing fine? <laughs> yes. Well, I have the Amanda seal of approval. Um, but trust me, I drink wine more elegantly, I mean, champagne more elegantly than this <laughs> off camera. <laughs> um, Amanda, I think yes. a lot of people who are watching might be asking, is there a specific sector that I need to be in or is this open to all sectors? And if I don't make it, mm. what should I be doing to make sure that I can be part of communities like this in yeah. the future? Uh, so um, the, 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 the industries don't matter. Yeah. As long as you are running a solid business, must have been running it for three years, and you are, you, you, you'll see the, the website is quite easy to use, yeah. and, and it tells you exactly what it is that you, 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 you well, what the criteria is. Yes. So don't worry about, oh, I'm in a different industry, or, and, and I've been encouraging people to, from all walks of life to actually enter their awards, mm -hmm. because that's the beauty of it, it's the diversity of the women that get to enter. I mean, when I was in France, I got to connect with women from 
Georgia, Slovakia, France, UK, Switzerland, whom I've remained quite close to. And we are women that are running businesses in different geographies. Mm. But we actually face similar challenges, you mm. know. So it's always so great to know how they've done it. And the best lessons, I believe, are from people who are not necessarily in your industry. Yes. Because they can give you, because we can have blinkers on, right? We yes. all do things in a different way. They can give you a perspective that you didn't even think about, you know, so, and vice versa. So the industry doesn't matter. And also, um, what is your other question? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I think the champagne's giving to me. <laughs> we, we really are. Oh, I know what they're. Yes. And, and, and also, um, you know, if, if, you, if you enter this year, and, and it's so important that the people take themselves through the process, because once you enter, you, you actually get on with the process. You get to understand what it is that they are looking for. I so I can tell you, um, I was first nominated in 2016. Mm. But by the time I was nominated and had made it uh, to the next round, I was in Lake Como with my husband celebrating our eighth anniversary. And you know what? I wasn't available for interviews, so I had to drop out. Mm. But the next year, I was like, okay, the awards are back again. Got nominated, and I made sure that I wasn't traveling around that time. So give yourself a chance. Give yourself the opportunity to go through the process. And they'll tell you what they need. I mean, I, things like, you know, your, your business must be in financially health. sound you know and i hear fin financially sound but the the disciplines and the controls within your I business see. must okay. be must must be at least you know um there but uh, having said that i think people must really actually go through the website mm. and go through the process even if you just learn about if you feel really that you're not ready this year that's okay but learn about what is it that is required and yeah. start working on that because Things like sorting your financial statements out, things like making sure you are up to date with your tax clearances, pay tax. <laughs> you need to pay your taxes, for real. So I'm not saying they're going to check your taxes, yeah. but I'm just saying that, you know, the, the, the basics of running a business, a solid, well-run business must yeah. be in place. The disciplines must be in place, even if it's not for the award. You need that because... I can tell you, having been in business for a long time, um, you have to be fundable. So I always say to people, when you're running a business, think about being fundable and get yourself to a point where you are fundable. Because no investor is going to put money into a business that's not well run. Mm. No, no investor is going to put money into a business where the owner keeps taking the money every month. It's not your money. It's the company's money. So have a discipline where you have a relationship with your company as an employee, mm. even though you are the founder of the business and you are the entrepreneur at the helm. Because that, what that gives you is separation between your money and the company's money. Yeah. And you wait till you get your turn, you get your dividends if you're running a profitable business. So those things are quite um, daunting when, you, when, you, when you're not doing them. But when you do them, they become second nature. And you, and you just clear about your financial accounts, your management accounts, audited statements. Even if your statements are not audited, if you're not there yet, just make sure you have them and they're reviewed, yeah. you know, because that, that matters, those things matter. 
I mean, you're I'm raising... a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not, actually. These are really valid points that we need to hear yeah. as female entrepreneurs. And I like that it's underpinned by this brand yes. that literally has a woman who did it. Yes. You know? Yes. It's not just a campaign, oh, we want to support women. So, yeah, I got the t-shirt. You know, exactly. And the bottles of champagne. Exactly. <laughs> like, it, it's real and it's authentic. And yeah. that's why I think the partnership works so well with you and Verve. Yes. And that's why I think you're actually the, great, the best person to talk about this because... Yes you fit so well easily and naturally yes, uh, yes. with what thank the awards you. are about thank you and you spoke about something that I love asking about which is networks and women yes. right sisterhood how should we be treating each other as women so that we can actually help each other elevate and create the lives and careers that we want yeah. less talk and more action because we like to talk more about sisterhood as a PR exercise than actual sisterhood. Mm -hmm. So you probably will never hear me use the word sisterhood mm -hmm. because um, I think how I've experienced it from how others have pretended to be a sisterhood mm -hmm. and you like, but you don't treat your sister like that, mm -hmm. you know? So again, the things that I've said about how, you know, checking ourselves to see what's sitting inside of us because what is it about you a woman that is going to stand in the way of another woman succeeding mm. what is it about you that makes you be that person when you already know what their struggles are when you already be you've probably already been down that road yourself so why won't you just get yourself up and help that woman along where you can mm. so so those are questions we have to ask ourselves every time we have a negative feeling towards another woman. Mm -hmm. Because I think I'll be foolish to say that that's not normal. It's quite normal to have a negative feeling about something. Maybe because you don't believe you are where you want to be. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, it's threatening you to see other people progressing and, and succeeding. But our, our seasons are different. Our times are different. What we are putting in is different. Whether you are ready to receive or not is different. Hmm. Because often we don't actually talk about, are you ready to receive these huge blessings you're hoping for? And, and, and so it can be so many different things at different times. That's why we can, should never compare ourselves. Mm. So for me, my idea of sisterhood is doing what I believe is not just talking about it. If I say I uplift women, you will have more than 150 women who say, Amanda, help me, mm. you know? So for me, that's, that's probably what really drives me and what I live for is the ability to help another person where I have walked that path. Even if it's just, you know, sometimes people, especially entrepreneurs, they're just having a really, really rough time and they just want to tell somebody. So somebody will send you a DM, a very long DM, <laughs> <laughs> because they just need to like really express their frustration. Mm. Because entrepreneurship can be lonely, yeah. you know? Um, and, but I don't think it has to be, because you have so many of us who have walked the path, so we can, we can lend, even if it's just a, an ear, and then you know offer some suggestions of what might work or what somebody can try out and and just a, a word of encouragement you know so for me that's what sisterhood means and it doesn't mean i'm always going to tell you what you want to hear because mm. in fact i'm one of those you don't come to me if you don't want to hear the truth yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'll give it to you because i respect people mm. if you come to me for advice or of any kind i will give you 
the real truth from where I'm sitting and how I'm experiencing what you're talking about. And because I think that we need that to build each other up. Mm -hmm. And it's pointless you come to me and then I'm busy stroking you with all mm -hmm. the brushes you can think of and you walk away and feel like you didn't achieve anything, you know? So so anyway, that's what that's what sisterhood means to me. It's doing what I believe is right and, and doing what doing the things that in private that I say publicly. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, that's profound. I literally, I stopped uh, interviewing Amanda and I just sat and listened to like an audience member, literally. So I'm sure that anyone who's watching this at home is taking down notes. These are important gems, guys, and they are timeless. I feel like you can be watching this 10 years from now. It doesn't matter. This will still be applicable. Now, I want to talk about something that's a little bit controversial. Okay, I uh, love those. <laughs> <laughs> but it relates to, I guess, the champagne life, because mm. champagne is associated with opulence and, you yeah. know, wealth, etc. But then we also have the social media culture of people thinking that uh, success is holding the glass of champagne yeah. and the car yeah. and the house, you know? And the handbag. And the handbag. Yeah. So as an entrepreneur, where, you know, sometimes the finances just aren't there for I'm that kind of together. thing. They're not yeah. coming together. You can run a business, but yeah. you can't have the lifestyle that shows that you are yeah. successful, yeah. right? What should people be thinking, doing, consuming when it comes to how they value themselves against these things? Yeah. And how do I balance my life so I can have a touch of luxury yeah. and a touch of, you know, good great things but still keep a successful business running yeah firstly i think that a lot of people are more obsessed with the idea of being successful than actually being successful mm. because success takes a lot of hard work mm -hmm. not everyone is willing to do that but everyone is willing to curate success <laughs> success okay so so you'll find a lot of people in fact i deal with a lot of so-called entrepreneurs who look amazingly successful online. But I'm like, I know the real story, <laughs> you know? But, but it's because we, we have a culture that's obsessed with outcomes. Mm. So we obsess over the, the, their champagne, uh, their handbag, their watch, their bracelet. Their, so as a result, we don't put a lot of emphasis on, of emphasis on the work to get there. Yeah. So. People have to be discerning. You mm -hmm. have to understand that um, there are people that just post so that they look successful, but you can't lie to yourself. Mm -hmm. Even no matter how hard you try, some people will post this glam life and then they have no food at home. But actually, what if you had said to somebody or, or posted to uh, 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 or, uh, posted on the day that, listen, I'm really struggling. Um, I've been trying one, two, three, and it's just not working. I could use some words of encouragement. What if you tried that? You know how many people will help you? Mm -hmm. Because people want to help. People genuinely want to help and reach out to, to, to people. But if you are acting all rich and successful, okay, so we don't have to help you, you're mm -hmm. fine, right? So I think the more we, we, we become okay with the concept of failure, because Again, people portray the success because they're afraid to say, I'm failing. Mm -hmm. But failure for me, I don't, I don't take failure personally. I don't even look at failure as a negative because how are you going to ever enjoy the successes in your life if you don't have a few disappointments along the way? So I think we need to be really conscious of how we show up. So I'll even give you an example. 
I, I love to, you know, I work hard. You'll see, I'll tell you, oh, it's hectic. <laughs> and then I'll be like, oh, my reward is coming. You know, I'm on a flight. I'm going overseas for holidays. But I've also started questioning that because mm. my intention is to say you can work really hard and reward yourself because that's that's what keeps you working hard it's the rewarding yourself mm. it's not the let me post things every day that's not that's irresponsible yeah. and it's not the boss lady uh, vibes hashtag that's irresponsible because that that's not business mm -hmm. love <laughs> we all know if you've run a business even if you've ever tried to build a successful business the last thing you think about is boss lady vibes. <laughs> when cash flow is hitting you hard yeah. and clients haven't paid, you're not thinking, oh, hashtag boss lady. Yeah. No, you're thinking, how am I going to pay people? <laughs> hashtag, hashtag broke, broke lady. lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And hashtag no salaries yeah. paid. So I think there is a sense of be responsible. Um, and, and just to, back to the point I was making about my travels, I love to share that because like you said, a lot of people don't go out there. Uh, South Africans particularly don't venture out because of whatever reasons, but also because we're so, you know, when you're f at the far end of the globe, like everything is so far away, but we need to get out there and yes. travel. And I try to expose more and more people to that, that actually work hard and reward yourself. But the downside of social media is that somebody else might look at that and feel like they are not achieving anything because they're not flying first class. Mm. They're not in a business class. So, yeah. so I'm kind of like also revisiting how I'm using social media. Um, and but, but whatever you do, if you show people that your true self and you say to people, I'm struggling, I need help, mm. more often than not, people are going to help you. But if you keep going around lying, <laughs> posting things you don't even have that you borrow from your friends. People <laughs> do that. Because that's a thing. That's a thing. And I mean, I know I've seen a guy who used to take my car keys in the office. <gasps> I saw them on Instagram. No. I'm like, oh, that <laughs> oh looks my like goodness. my office. That looks <laughs> like my verb. That looks like my car keys. Oh my gosh. But that's, that's the world of social media, unfortunately. But people also have to be a little more discerning because mm -hmm. I just, especially the young ones, because it's, it's a, listen, even older ones will struggle, struggle mentally when you're constantly being bombarded with this glitz and glamour and your life is not looking this shiny, right? Mm -hmm. But I think we need to be discerning about who we are following mm -hmm. and why we are following them. Yes. And, and this culture of just influence for the sake of influencing, I think it's probably going to start to die down the more people are becoming aware of the real, be the real, the real behind the real. Yeah, hey, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> the real behind the real. <laughs> because now we can, let's not just clap for the outcome. Let's, let's clap for the journey. Yeah. You know, so if you're busy posting these beautiful bags and these beautiful bottles of champagne, uh, what do you do every day yes. to get those, you know? So, Let's worry more about what the journey is like to that outcome than just the outcome. It sounds idealistic, but I'm sure it can be. It's good. not. It's not. I think a lot of us are craving that. You know, you can't outrun your troubles yeah. and your bills. Yeah. So it's, we want spaces where we can be ourselves yeah. and just say, this is where I am yeah. and it should be okay. You know, so I think there's a real shift in the culture for 
what is real, what yeah. is authentic to my lived experience, yes. you know? I also think that the, I mean, if, if you think about Madame Clico's story, which I find incredibly exciting and, mm -hmm. and very inspiring, you know, I, I can't imagine she ever had one single easy day, you know? I, exactly. I can't imagine she walked around saying, hey, I'm killing this thing, you know? I mean, at a time when you and I, honestly, we Privileged are, compared to... Exactly, yeah. you know? So, so I think we have to constantly draw back and, and, and draw some strength from people who have done this thing before. Mm. And that's why I find great responsibility for, even when I'm on social media, it is a responsibility because there's so many people looking up to me. So many people look up to you and say, oh, okay, what is she talking about now? You know, how, I mean, people go downright to, how is she dressed now? Oh. That, that's a thing, Yeah, right? it is, it is. So, so, so it does come with its own responsibilities and, and its own pressures, but I think this is where we can change society mm. because if we can start to be real and honest and true, I can tell you, I've lost lots of monies, monies, not just money, monies mm. in business over a period of time before I hit it big time. Yeah. So it's not, it's not Amanda just got success and suddenly you're drinking verve. No, it's been years of hustle, pain. I went back to corporate. My first attempt at business was back in 2007. 2007, 2008 was the year I was in it, mm -hmm. right? In about six months, I drowned over a million rands oh, in a goodness. failed business attempt yeah. and failed businesses because I had two of them living in a city, the, I almost said a foreign city. I lived in Cape Town. <laughs> <laughs> it felt very foreign. <laughs> but, but because I, it felt foreign because I didn't have family there, mm. you know, it was a new, new thing for us. And um, I, I lost a lot of money and my ego was deeply bruised. I was disappointed that I took my, it was our first year of marriage as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're still married. <laughs> but but it's, it's, um, it's understanding that behind every success story, story there, is, there is hardship, there is disappointment, there is resilience though, there's mm -hmm. determination. So when my businesses didn't work out, I went, I went back to a job. I went back to corporate because I had a skill. So I was like, well, I'll go back, lick my wounds. Mm -hmm. My tail was in between my legs. But I was like, I'll go back, I'll work and be diligent and you know, do my thing. I had debt, huge debt. Because when you, I signed a three-year lease and oh six months goodness. in, I'm canceling. The landlord is not going to say, oh, no, don't worry. We understand your troubles. No. They never do. No, they, they're not in that business, business, you know, they're not a charity. Yeah. So I had that debt. I had personal credit card debt because I kept trying to plug every hole you can think of. And I, I had to go back to work and pay that back. And I had two leases, not just one. And I had credit card debt. I had lawyer's uh, debt. So it was, it was a lot, it was mm. hard. So I worked though, I was diligent, worked and paid my debts off with it, like, I think it was. So I went back to work 2009. By 2012, 2013, I was starting to breathe a bit. Mm. That's how long it took, mm -hmm. you know? Because I wasn't earning like huge amounts of money at first. Yeah. Um, but I did it again in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't looked back since. <laughs> I mean, that's beautiful. So you have to give yourself a chance, right? Yeah. You have to mourn what you've lost yeah. 
and and but don't take it personal because if you take it if you take failure personally you will never do anything yeah. you'll never go for that job you'll never go for that opportunity so you just have to back yourself up and know that you'll rise up every time you fall says the bold woman yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll rise every time that you fall yes it's so funny this morning i was just thinking about our interview and preparing for it mentally and I read Maya Angelou's poem, Still oh, yes. I Rise. Yes. And as I was reading it, I actually, it made so much sense to put it with you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> really, it yeah. did. And, and I was just like, this is going to be a powerful interview. Oh. And it really was. It wasn't even an interview. It was yeah. a conversation, <laughs> a right? Chat. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I know we need to say the hashtag verb, clico, ex women. <laughs> and what do we do? So if somebody's going to use that hashtag, what are they doing with that hashtag? Are they sh posting themselves holding the glass? Or are they posting? What are they <laughs> posting in that hashtag? In fact, that hashtag is used however you wish to use it because okay. I think that there's there's a um, of course I'm in indecent manners thank mm -hmm. you <laughs> I, I think that you know I I um I have a, a an annual brunch event that is um highly sought after and I partner with Verve on that mm. so you'll find a lot of people do throwbacks you know your photos there or you know it, as we head on to another one mm -hmm. you will start reminding people about the hashtag but what the hashtag actually stands for I think it's the recognition of boldness around the world because mm. it's not just a South African hashtag it's a global hashtag yeah and if you follow that hashtag you'll see many different women doing different things around the world yeah be it another bold event and and I think the the bold um, the bold platform is bold mm. and absolutely impactful yeah and it's not just the awards you know there's plenty of things that happen around the bold uh, uh, initiative and the bold platform but what I like I must tell you about this this awards um, is that there, there's now a recognition for so it's the bold woman award and then there's a bold future woman award oh that's cool and th so like almost like a rising star yes. award and then there's um, an award for a bold champion oh. so bold champion is Verve Clicker is recognizing men that champion the women's cause, wow. who are the friend of the women's cause, and yes. who help women empower themselves, or who, who open up opportunities and, and, and initiatives that actually you know, support women's uh, uh, empowerment and upliftment. So I'm very excited about it. So am I, actually. <laughs> and I can't wait to post this episode online because I want to use this hashtag. Yes. <laughs> so we can see how we are being bold and we are being women of verb, really. Yes, yes. What are your parting words? What do you want somebody who's watching this podcast to, to think, feel about the awards, yes. about our conversation? I just think outside of the award whether you enter or you don't enter mm -hmm. just know you deserve recognition hmm. you deserve recognition for your hard work for your effort um something that we typically shy away from as women and hence an award like this exists because it recognizes that women are not always going to trump themselves and get on a ladder and shout out about how great they are but mm -hmm. let another woman let somebody else do it for you so that that's what these these awards are about but whether you enter or you win or you don't win every single day, you must wake up with the great sense of determination to succeed. Mm. Determination to be ambitious, be bold, be audacious. That's mm. what Madame Cluco was. And I mean, you don't achieve things this huge. You don't achieve success unless you are willing to believe that you can. 
because it's almost like the belief goes ahead of you, mm -hmm. you know, and the belief opens up the path. And then you do the hard work to make sure that you rise up to whatever your vision is. So let's not sit in some corner and, and feel like we're not ready, you yeah. know, because we're never going to do anything if we wait until we're ready, you know. Build it as you fly it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, build it as you fly it. <laughs> Those are inspiring words. Be bold enough to know that you are deserving of recognition. Guys, gems, gems. <laughs> and I think we should close this off in the same manner that we started it. Yes. With the toast. Yes, let me top you up. Please do. This is, this is Amanda's influence, by the way. The whole day she's been saying, let me top you up, let me top you up. <laughs> we have the, the champagne. <laughs> We have the champagne, so let's so let's it. enjoy it. Yes, <laughs> okay, okay. happy, 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 good life, everything of the best. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, and thank you for being on this podcast. Yeah. We we love you. Oh. You are a family of oh. the Level Lion Show. Oh, family members. You. You are a family. You're a family I'm, member. I'm, I'm family. Your family. Thank that's you. it. There we go. <laughs> English. <laughs> Cheers, Cheers, my love. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, and of course, enter the Bold Woman Awards. You're deserving of recognition. You're deserving of the networks and opportunities that are presenting themselves through this award. So please do it. All the details are on this banner. And don't forget to use the hashtag, hashtag VerveClicoXWomen. Until next time, toodles. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>